Welcome to Rich Conversations. It's a weird time, isn't it? Uh, the phrase social distancing is now a massive term in our vocabulary. We've all been affected in different ways by the COVID-19 virus. And for me, I bartend twice a week and the restaurants in Chicago are shut down. So now I, I kind of view my job uh, as, or one of my jobs is just staying home in my apartment. That's my job, to stay out of the way so that other people can stay safe and healthy and uh, healthcare workers do their jobs. Everybody do their jobs. We got a role to play and we're being asked to just stay at home, right? So I've just been in my apartment being a patriot. I have plenty of things I can work on, so I've been doing that. My third book, Primary Ponderings, comes out in May, we're planning. So I've been working on promoting that. By the way, you can follow the book's Instagram handle, at Primary Ponderings. Uh, what's great about this book is that it's, it's really perfect for this time. It's all about positive art, positive philosophy, and personally, it's it's really kept me centered, like going back and reading it. It's been a tool, and uh, it confirms and it helps guide me for the right thoughts and behavior to have during a time like this. And because of a time like this, we're retooling rich conversations and the questions. Typically, I meet with Chicagoans one-on-one -on -one at their favorite coffee shop or restaurant in their neighborhood, but now we're going to do video chats. And honestly, I'm I'm really interested to see how my fellow Chicagoans are, are doing, and I'm curious about how they're spending their time. Today, we'll chat with Maggie Aravena. She's a landscape architect here in the city. You can follow her at LandArchType. Let's begin. All right, so we have Maggie here. Okay, Maggie, how are you doing during the situation right now? I am, I am okay. <laughs> yeah, you're doing okay? I am going. I think the question I've been getting a lot is, how are things going? And I say, they're going. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're fine. They, you know, it's, it's just, it is what it is. Um, I have been on, I guess, quarantine longer than most people uh, because we've been working from home since last Tuesday. So it has now been over a week of just staying home and like not seeing anyone really. What's the, yeah, you know, I see on uh, like social media, people will be like day 10 and I'm trying to calculate how long I've been doing it. Let's see. So uh, the last time I went outside was uh, last week, Friday, and it's Thursday now. Uh, but the time before that was the Tuesday. I think that's the Tuesday you're referring to. I got yes, groceries. Yes, so that, right. Mm -hmm. And then, then I, I really was on lockdown like Sunday, starting that Sunday. Like uh, last so Sunday? Guess, like... Or like two Sundays ago. Two Sundays ago. Oh, okay. So I don't know. So the the so days longer. are starting to blur together. I don't really know yeah. anymore. They definitely are. I realized how much they are when I was going, I was in bed trying to fall asleep. And then in my head popped uh, someone's comment on like a Facebook post that I saw. And it said something about it being Tuesday. I was like, it is not Tuesday. 
And my phone was too far, so I asked Alexa what day it was, and it was in <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Wait, you asked what? <laughs> I legitimately thought it was Monday, like with every single cell in my body thought it was Monday, and it was definitely Tuesday, about to be Wednesday. So. Wow. Yeah. I had moments today where I thought it was Wednesday. I couldn't couldn't figure out if it was Wednesday or Thursday, and then I would check my calendar, and it would say Thursday, and then I was like, well. Maybe I better check a different calendar. <laughs> like, you check Just it? in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so how would you say you're, you normally spend your time in Chicago? Uh, so normally I, you know, I have my dog here now. So normally I get up in the mornings. Uh, I, you know, kind of get ready for the day, like half ready. I take her outside uh, to go do her business downstairs. Uh, and then I come back, get ready, and then I walk to work because I, wa- I work pretty close by. And then I hang out at work <laughs> for mm-hmm. nine hours or however long. And then I walk home and then I hang out and then I take my dog out and then hang out some more and then yeah. I go home. Or, and then I just like do the rest of my day and that's about it. I mean... On a normal day, my it's not like I'm out and about all day either. Yeah, but, but what do you I like to do for fun like and, and like human uh, interaction? Yeah, yeah. What uh, what what things do you do for fun when you're in the city? Um, walk around quite a bit. I uh, go to parks, uh, obviously, as a landscape architect. I enjoy to to kind of explore all of the wonderful parks that are around the city, the lakefront, because they live close by, you know, hang out with friends out in the city, restaurants, bars, stuff that I obviously am not doing today. Yeah. So what's what's your routine like now that you're social distancing? Uh, you know, I actually it, I thought it was going to be a little bit harder. My job is pretty social. We collaborate quite a bit, like in in person. Um, so I thought it was going to be a lot harder to, like, want to get up in the morning and do mm-hmm. work. Uh, it hasn't been terribly bad. I think the hardest thing is it's been it's been uncomfortable. But for the most part, I just get up in the morning, take my dog out for a quick walk, get back. I work, but now it's just, like, it's kind of sporadic work. Like, unless I have a conference call, um, there's nothing really, like, methodical about how I'm working or like how long I'm working. I'm not necessarily working, you know, like nine to five or six or whatever. Um, I'm kind of just working throughout the day and on the weekends and (laughs) trying to like be as productive as possible and having a really hard time at it, which means work has now been kind of just bleeding into like every single hour of the day. So you, you typically wouldn't uh, work from home, right? Not really, unless it was something that was like super pressing that I just wasn't able yeah. to get done in the office. But no. So is your work? Are you like taking on new projects or like what? What's kind of going through the company's mind right now? Well, thankfully, I work now at a pretty large company that it's a corporation, so we encompass sort of the whole spectrum in building design. And just generally, so like from construction through um, design and we have like a concrete company and we have a windows company and we have like all of these different companies and groups underneath like a big umbrella. So um, 
I think it's been a lot less hard on us because we're such a large corporation um, and we haven't seen any layoffs or anything like that. And it's just the diversity of our income is a lot larger than like any of the other companies I've worked at where it's just landscape architecture okay, um, or just design. But at the same time, we still have had quite a few projects that are starting to shut down um, just because, you know, construction sites now mm-hmm. are starting to get shut down or like they'll have to minimize the amount of people that they have on site at any moment. Okay. Um, which means that on our side, uh, the design side, things are also slowing down mm-hmm. um, because clients now are worried that, you know, that that the economy is going to tank and yeah. that they won't be able to spend the money that we're planning on spending for them later. Yeah. So it's been kind of touch and go. And uh, I think everyone is kind of just like, it was funny today. My coworker was like, this feels like the mood is just like the shrug emoji. <laughs> shrug emoji is yeah. like, that's yeah, everyone's it? mood. It's just like, ah, I don't ah. know. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I could be sick right now. Uh, or, you know, a project might die tomorrow. Or, yeah. like, everything's kind of, like, up in the air. Uh-huh. Uh, which is a really hard way to work. And it's a really hard way to, like, live, generally. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're still having to be... And, obviously, like, my situation is so much better than any... Than a lot of other people's situations. But, at the same time, like, we're still having to be as productive as we were during our normal situations but my now like the way that I'm working and the pressures around us makes it so much harder to be just as productive so it's just I think it's difficult for everyone in a different way yeah absolutely what's something new you're doing or or feeling that you've experienced that's surprised you um, so a new thing I'm doing is that's been a ton of fun that I actually hadn't done in a really long time is I am, I'm working out, but I'm, I'm dancing again, uh, which I haven't done that in forever. Okay. So I just like found some dance videos online and learned the routine. And now like, that's my workout, uh, just cause I like, I like working out, but I like doing it at the gym and like kind of doing that there. And it doesn't okay. necessarily like pump me up and it doesn't like, it's not like a mood thing for me. Whereas mm-hmm. like dancing and the music and all of that, it helps sort of like lift my spirits and it gets my blood pumping and it does all these things. Um, and it just gets me in like a better state of mind. Um, and also just a new thing that I've been feeling is just it's crazy when you are forced to be alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all of the things that like come up as a person, like emotionally. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I realized, cause it's not like this is my first time being alone, right? Like it's not the first right. time that we've all been alone with our thoughts or whatever. It's just now kind of forced upon you and there's yeah. no like, there's no like getting away from it, right? There's no like, actually, I'm gonna put that away and go hang out <laughs> with my friends. I'm confronted by that all the time now. Right, right. So now you kind of have to like live with it. And, um, but I've realized now like how much, uh, 
I guess just like general growth I've done. Like you don't really know how much personal and like emotional growth you've done until you're kind of confronted with something, I feel like. And so it has really helped now to like being confronted with that, knowing all of the things that like I've, you know, all of the things that I've, that have happened to me just like in the last couple of years and how I'm dealing with it now, it's just so, it's just like night and day. Like I'm just, really, I'm handling it so much better than I would have probably even three months ago, honestly. Like I thought it was almost like a, a fear that I was like, it was more the fear that I wasn't going to be able to be alone for this long. And then okay. when I was confronted with it, I was like, oh, wait, like, this isn't it's not that bad. Like, I'm actually <laughs> not. I'm actually handling it a lot better than I thought I would. Uh, well, let's so hope that, that a that lot of surprising. That same way. Yeah, <laughs> I hope I'll, so. I hope so. OK, you mentioned that you've been dancing more. What what music have you been listening to most since social distancing? Um, there's a couple. So like I'm so for my like productive time or my Oh, like, so we got different types. Oh okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. Um for my like productive time, I have to I can't listen to stuff that has a lot of words to it or that like sure. I would sing along to or cuz it just takes up a part of my brain that I need for my productive time. Gotcha. Uh so I listen to Tosh Sultana. I don't know if you know her at all. And it's mostly instrumentals. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of instrumentals and she's amazing and, uh, it's kind of funky and it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so I listen to that when I need to just like be productive or mellow out. I also listen, listen to her when I'm like drawing and stuff. Um, for when, I'm just like hanging out. I listen to a lot of uh, Latin music. I think just because of mm-hmm. like the movement and all of that. I can't listen to like sad stuff right now or like slow stuff. <laughs> okay. That's too okay. much. Too much. Right. Uh, yeah. When this passes, we don't know when that is. But what what are you most excited to experience again in the city? Um, God, I think just like literally just walking around and seeing people. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the hustle and bustle of the city, you know, it's just everyone yeah. talking and everyone hanging out and enjoying the sights and the lake and the park and uh, all of those things. What's a, one restaurant you'd love to just go visit and eat at right now? Oh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I have one I don't, I don't go out a lot to like restaurants specifically. So this is, uh, this is a, a good time for you then. I'm kind of in that same boat. I don't is, go out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Yeah. I mostly just want to like go to my friend's house and we, cause we do a lot of like dinner parties or like brunches. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that would be my like restaurant that I want to oh, go okay. to. Just yeah. like a friend's house to go eat and hang out. Yeah. So we're going to switch it up a little bit now. We're going to get a little bit more introspective. And okay. <laughs> this question I have, okay, it's a big okay. question. Describe the best day of your life. Best day of my life. Oh, man, I know I saw that question. Um, I don't, 
do you have a best day of your life? Like, that's so I, specific. Yes. I have two best. I have a, a have best two? day of my life and oh my a gosh. second best day of my life. Uh, I don't know that I have, like, only two. I have some really good ones. I mean, there was one just because of what it meant. Not necessarily because it was an amazing day, but just because of what the day meant. Um, was when I moved out to Chicago just because it was like the culmination of two years of, of looking for a job and trying to find the right one. And, and just like that being such a big decision for me and then having it like come to fruition was really great. So you came, you came to Chicago and just that, that day and that just experience of like, Oh my gosh! This is of really like happy. buying a one-way ticket. Wow. Which was crazy. I d- I've never done that before. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so that was a great day. Uh, I think the another really great day that was like an actually really really amazing day was, and I don't even know. I honestly don't even know what exact day it was, but I went to visit my family last year in California and we decided to go out to Lake Tahoe and we went and stayed at a friend's cabin for the weekend. And that day it was just, it was literally like every single part of it was just so much fun. We laughed like we haven't laughed in years and, you know, we just like enjoyed each other's company and uh, we didn't really worry about anything about like structure or like an itinerary or like what were we going to eat or anything like that. We just kind of had a ton of fun as a family and it was, it was a pretty great day. And we were in the, ca- in the cabin, like in the woods. So there was like no cell reception, nothing. Yeah. It was just kind of like us being this really like loving group of people. And yeah, it's, it was, it was pretty mm. great. I would say that was up there. Definitely. It's up there. Yeah. What's your favorite travel experience? Um, you know, I haven't traveled a ton outside of the States. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I, the travel that I have been doing has been uh, for uh, like conferences and stuff. So, but it has always been to a new city, which has been a ton of fun. And I've gotten to do a lot of really cool stuff with just like hundreds of people that I've met throughout the years and that I only get to see once a year. And okay. we just like really enjoy each other's company. And we get to talk about uh, all of the things that we love, which is landscape architecture and all of like the nerdy things. So a bunch like, of landscape architects and just like, and everybody just nerds. understands what they're oh, going through. And it's yeah. so great. It's so great. So I get to do that once a year and it's so much fun. And uh, yeah, so it's not like travel related necessarily, but just like getting to, to do that with a bunch of people and uh, yeah. And just like commiserating over all of the, good and bad of our profession. (laughs) What's the most memorable scent in your life? Uh, Probably my, my family home. I don't know. It just smells. Okay. It just smells like my home. I don't know. It's uh, I can't even describe to you what it smells like. Honestly, it's hard to describe scents. I think. Yeah. Especially if they're very. It just smells like home. (laughs) 
Yeah. Do you have a, a memorable sound in your life? Hmm. Um, I don't know. The the rain. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I just hear it. Like, you hear it, and I feel like it sounds, it sounds different wherever you are, but it's always this, like, comforting sound of, like, nature. And I guess just because of what I do, mm-hmm. uh, like, those nature sounds are really appealing to me. Um, even though I really don't like the rain. But just like the sound of the rain, it just is like this. Yeah. Are you someone who thing. who falls asleep uh, well with rain outside? Yeah, I mean, I could fall asleep with anything, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I would I would for sure fall asleep with the rain outside. Yeah. So this one, I'm I'm really curious to ask more people about. What's the most influential book you've ever read? Um influential book you know I think that it it kind of depends I'm actually really reading a really good book right now um good time to read books yeah well yeah (laughs) the year of uh uh, I believe it's the year of magical thinking and it's uh uh Joan oh my god I'm, I'm totally yeah Joan Didion the year of magical thinking okay cool um, it's a book, it's actually a book about grief, so it's not super, it's not supposed to be super uplifting, but it mm-hmm. kind of is, uh, and, uh, it just, it, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ruin it for people, but it's a memoir of when she, uh, of how she dealt with the loss of her husband, but obviously it's not like I've gone through that, mm-hmm. but just the way that she writes about it and, um, there is like comedy and a certain sort of um, you can kind of relate to it even if you haven't gone through it. And it's just, it's really interesting, like reading that now with how much you are. I feel like at least for me, you're kind of faced with like everyone's mortality right now. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. it's been a really good book. And I'd say right now that's it's pretty. uh yeah, it's a pretty good read for right now for me. Yeah, I recently read. Uh, <laughs> I recently read. Oh my gosh, this is so. I I don't know. Uh, it's called Being Mortal by okay. Paul Gawande, and uh, it's about like facing mortality. And um, this was like I finished it like a week before, like in the U.S. Everything started to get kind of weird. Yeah, um, and so. So he's this doctor and he writes about caring for the elderly and like people that are like dying and facing that and empathizing with those individuals. So he talks about uh, the history of caring for the elderly and then nursing homes and then assisted living and just like that whole thing. And uh, it's crazy because this is the most that's like one of the most vulnerable populations right now. It's just like weird reading that book. And I'm like, oh, man. I know, right? Like, it's similarly to, to the one I'm reading. It's, yeah, it's one of those books that's like, why am I reading this right now? But also... <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell it if it's helps. relevant or, like, inappropriate, you know? <laughs> right. Do you have a, a film that's influenced you quite a bit? No, I'm not a huge... Every time I say this, people, like, scoff at me. I'm not a huge... A film person like I love watching movies but I'm not like a movie buff at all like 
I don't know. I just kind of watch whatever is on and it doesn't, it doesn't ever really leave a huge impression. I mean, there's obviously great movies that I've watched um, that, that I, are just cinematically great, but I can't say that they've like, like touched my heart in any way. <laughs> I'm the same way, but that's why I'm asking this question so I can get answers from people. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have so many friends that quote movies like left and right. And I could have seen that movie 10 times and I still will not get the reference. Like I just don't, I don't absorb movies that way. I'm embarrassed that I can't remember the (laughs) movies that I've watched. So I think that's a big reason why I don't watch movies much is like, I'm embarrassed that I don't remember them, (laughs) you know? (laughs) No, I love I love going to movies and I love watching movies. Going to movies is great, yeah. And I, I have no it. shame that I'm that I have so many more important things to keep in my brain that I, I just don't. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What's something about you that few people know or understand? Um. Oh man, are we gonna get real personal here? <laughs> That's your choice. <laughs> Um, probably, you know, I've, uh, probably how, um, how much I struggle with insecurities and, uh, like not being super, like having to really struggle with being confident in my work or like in, um, the leadership, um, roles that I'm in and like really being assertive because I am. And so that's the thing is that like anyone who knows me outside of like my core group of friends sees me as this person that's like super assertive and, uh, you know, has all of these, uh, roles that I volunteer for. And, um, and, you know, I can, go into an interview and negotiate my salary and do all of these things. But then like at the end of the day, that takes a ton of work for me and it's definitely not something that comes naturally. Like work is in courage or, or yeah, courage and like preparation and like beforehand of Mm -hmm. like, of like really sitting down with myself and like almost walking myself through that process and until I feel comfortable enough to do it in that moment. So it's not something that just like comes out naturally. Uh, There's a ton of uh, prep work (laughs) and like talking myself up that I have to do uh, sort of in the background before I do any, any of, uh, of those things. But isn't that, isn't that important for people to, to know or understand because People only see like the results and and so they think, oh, like maybe she's just that way naturally and she's assertive and she does that. And what they don't see is, like you were saying, the prep work behind it and the courage and the practice that it takes to get to that point. I think that's that's interesting, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely have been making a point to be more, especially when I'm speaking to like students or anyone like if I'm doing I, I did a I did a talk uh last fall at our national conference and uh about basically like the importance of empowering women 
and the importance of of being sort of the next step of of mentorship and why we all need to um you know help women sort of overcome this this uh obstacle if you will of of not be of not feeling like they're enough or or whatever that might be um and so i've been I think a, a lot more intentional about being really open with those struggles and like telling people and um, uh, especially younger professionals that like it, it is okay to, to not be super confident and it is okay to not be like, not know all the answers mm-hmm. um, and to be vulnerable and like ask for help. Uh, and that, you know, it doesn't come naturally to everyone. It does to some people. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and it's not like I'm an introvert. So if I was an introvert, it would probably be even more difficult. But at the end of the day, like it, I think it takes work for everyone. And so I think if we're all just a little bit more honest about those things that, um, like the process of it, it becomes a lot more relatable and attainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a related note, can you remember a time that you decided what kind of person you were going to be? Every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every day. Uh, I, 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 generally speaking, obviously, like I know you're saying, like more, I guess more, like broadly. Yeah, but the questions but, are very am- ambiguous. So. <laughs> but like, I feel like every day, I, you know, I have to be like, okay, this is like, this is. That's the better answer, like, I think. Because <laughs> I feel like you struggle with different things every day, right? And so. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, recently I'll, I'll say the, the last, uh, the last couple of months of last year were really rough, uh, for me emotionally. And there's just a lot of personal stuff going on. And, uh, one of the things that really helped, uh, that actually one of my really good friends brought up was, you know, kind of one step at a time, like just do the next right thing instead of trying to sort of like take it all take it all at once, right? Of like, this is what I want my life to be. And like, sometimes that, at least for me and the way that I function, like that's so Mm. daunting and it's so overwhelming. That sounds like Um, my experience every single day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's like too much to like, take it all, take it all, you know? And even with uh, how, and maybe that's why I've been doing a lot better with this situation. Um, Cause I'm just like, you know, like, what is the next thing that I just need to do? Like, uh, you know, I have a conference call tomorrow in the morning. Like, what is the next thing? I have to take Dolly out for a walk um, instead of like, oh, my God, there's how many people dying? And like, there's thousands yeah. of, you know, and we don't know what, you know, what they're going to shut down tomorrow or if there's going to be enough hospital beds or whatever. Instead of like taking all of that on, I'm just like, OK, like one step at a time. And like, who, like, who am I going to be within? within that period and how am I going to respond to like what life is throwing at me? I feel like that's what's worked for me. That's great. I love that. After this pandemic situation passes, whenever it may be, what's a positive result that you imagine could emerge from all of this? For like the general public and like everyone? Yeah. Yeah, Like society, Um, the world, general public. Yeah. There's a, I think, I think just generally for people to like be more aware of the effects that they have 
Um, I really, I've been thinking a lot about this whole like stay at home order and how, and like the, um, you know, all those graphics that have come up about why you should be staying home because Mm -hmm. of like, you know, like one person then turns into like this many people. And then, you know, it kind of just sort of like what you're, um, like sort of that network of, of, uh, social contact. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been thinking a lot about that with reference to just like democracy in general and the effects of, um, of, of society, right. Of like, if you sort of take that same concept of why, why disease spreads so fast and so quickly um, that it's just through like contact and through like mm-hmm. being together with people. If you take that on uh, to democracy and like w- like the effect that one person has on society as a whole um, and why a vote matters, um, even if you think it doesn't matter. Yeah, just like our, our effect as one person yeah. in society as a whole you really get to see that in this for, for better, for worse, obviously you really get to see that in a pandemic like this. Um, yeah, obviously I think, you know, just like generally of, of just being, being okay with like being with yourself, right. Whether that's like by yourself or with your family and just like being there and being present and like being just being, uh, I think Mm -hmm. we, society has gotten so um, sort of preoccupied with distractions and uh, instant gratification and all of these things that this, I think, has like forced everyone to kind of slow down and yeah, yeah, like live with each other or like with themselves. Those are two really fantastic ideas. Thank you for (laughs) sharing those. I appreciate that. (laughs) And thanks for being on this conversation. I I uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me. It's uh, it's always it's always fun to to talk through these things, especially now. You know, I who else am I gonna talk to? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my strategy. Who else do people gotta talk to? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Rich Conversations. Again, you can follow Maggie at Land Archetype. Remember, we're all in this together. Stay positive and wash your hands.